we had probably seven or eight properties we had invested in and we had all going at the same time, put in on Airbnb and it was wildly successful again. And I was like, wait, why are we selling these houses? been to get to 30 listings we're at 20 right now so we went from two and then the last four years up to the 20. okay so uh, i am here with mary from red tail ridge rentals and uh and mary's going to give us a, a, an explanation as to why it's called red tail ridge okay <laughs> well thanks for having us, having me and this is kind of fun it's i think it's our first podcast we've done Excellent. um so where we live, um, actually, when we were building the property, there would be these red tail hawks that fly around above. We're on um, about five acres of a 40 acre parcel. Lovely. And we were the second property to build a house here. And so um, it's just they always it's kind of very peaceful, really. Um, you'll see them up there and they're just looking for, you know, their next meal in the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not a human. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We'll let them take all the mice they want. But um, yeah, yeah. just when we were looking for a name and we back up against a, uh, an area that's called Mary's Peak. Okay. And it's a pretty big hot spot. People go to hike and um, you also often see the snow cap there. And so, um, you know, just what we were able to do with our logo was put together a backdrop of that Mary's Peak with the Red Tail Ridge and that just kind of nicely fit together. Lovely. So uh, a bit of backstory for, for me and for everybody else who, who's listening in. Um, can you tell us a bit more about Red, Red Tail Ridge Rentals and what you guys do? Yeah, well, so uh, we, you know, we probably eight, almost nine years ago started just, uh, I, we have my husband and I, uh, we have five kids and they all grew up and went their own ways. So <laughs> on this property we built, we had a um, some extra space, a, a downstairs uh, basement that really was just a workout room. Uh, but it's pretty good size. And I had a friend that said, you know, you ought to put a short-term rental in there. And I thought to myself, I don't know why anybody would come to Flomath. It didn't make sense to me. But she, um, Flomath is a very small town, maybe 12,000 people. And it's um, just about 45 minutes from the coast. And so there are a lot of people that pass through here, but no reason to stop and stay. And um, she had one in town, a little short-term rental, and she was busy all the time. So I actually listed on Airbnb before we actually had it built out, just kind of curious. And I had a, I had a booking in about 20 minutes. Okay. And so we had to quickly, like we have, and they were coming in two weeks. <laughs> so I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. We're like, ah, um, and it's just kind of gone from there. That was back in the day where you did not have instant book. You had to approve every booking. And uh, I was turning a lot of people away and felt like, oh man, we need to do another, we got to do something else. I just couldn't, this whole thing of turning people away was really hard. So we have a shop on this property and above that was a loft. And we just had like restaurant equipment and my mom's stuff from her house. So we cleared it out, made an, a second listing and it was booking up all the time. And uh, we did that for several years just you know it was just extra fun I like hosting 
you know, you meet some people and some people you don't even see, <laughs> they come and they go. And uh, then we started getting back into real estate. My husband builds furniture and cabinets and we built this house. And so um, we had stepped out when the 2008, everything kind of fell apart. Um, honestly, we were buying, fixing, flipping and selling. But we we did one house where it was really high end. We added a lot of bling to it and it didn't sell right away. And we had probably seven or eight properties we had invested in and we had all going at the same time, put in on Airbnb and it was wildly successful again. And I was like, wait, why are we selling these houses? Yeah, Let's not, let's just stage them, set them up as an Airbnb. And then, and that was the goal from there. And so our goal has been to get to 30 listings. We're at 20 right now. Congrats. And that's been in the last, so we went from two and then the last four years up to the 20. So, so, uh, so four years ago, you had just two. Yeah. Five. Yeah. About four and a half, five years ago, we had just two. Mm -hmm. you, you guys must be nonstop. <laughs> it has been very busy. Yeah. My yeah. kids are all gone. So that makes it easy. Although I have 17 grandkids. So that still <laughs> keeps me kind of grounded. <laughs> yeah. No stopping for you. No resting for you at Christmas. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We've done fantastically well. You've done fancy. So are these all your properties or are these managed? No, they're all ours. Yeah. All yours. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and I understand you, you've built some of them as well. We, or just. Yeah. Home. Well, we, we, we take houses that are, you know, kind of trashed and yeah. um, we like to refinish them and bring them back to restore them. Yeah. And then with, you know, properties that have interest, my husband is a little bit of a builder diva. <laughs> I, that's kind of how I, Unless the property has interest and it's fun for him, like to build all these things, he it it takes the joy out of it. And I'm more of the um, where I can I can envision what it needs to be, but how we get it to there. He's kind of the engineer mind, and I'm kind of the visionary mind. Right, and then our kids, um, I have you know their grown kids there. We've got them going in it as well. My um, two daughters help us with the decorating. Um, I'll fly them in and they'll, we'll go shopping and gather all this stuff and then put it all together. And uh, my oldest son, he actually has three Airbnbs now. My second son has two Airbnbs now. Wow. So just, you know, yeah, trying to, um, trying to get them, you know, really real estate, right. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, and there's, it's just Airbnb offers, far more than just having a simple rental yeah sure i know there's a lot of um i guess having having a faster turnover of guests teaches a whole different set of lessons as well in, in that life does. yeah yeah i i do really like oregon is a tough state for long-term rental um we just have a lot of laws that are tenant focused mm -hmm. and so as a landlord um, actually, I just saw an article the other day, the the 10 toughest places to be a landlord and Portland, Oregon was number one above New York. Okay. And this is due to the uh, laws being in favor of tenants. Yeah. So yeah. it's tough to, you know, if you have, they can squat and you can't get them out. Well, you don't have that problem with short-term rental. Right. Okay. And it works on a license basis in the US. Is that correct? So you're, uh, you're we don't even have to have a license here. Some states do. 
but see. no i mean i mean um in terms of your granting a license to the guest as opposed to granting them a tenancy yes yeah. right same in the uk um mm. so what's the biggest challenge that you face in in business today well uh it's always you know employees, employees have been, but i have to say i feel like we've we have been able to resolve that um the cleaning cleaning was a big issue mm -hmm for quite a while. And yeah. then you have COVID in there and our state was giving away a lot of money. So people didn't want to work. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but we've turned the corner on that. I have to say like dramatically and um, it's been good. So, 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 are your, so go ahead. No, you go ahead. So what's, what's the, what's the dynamic with your, with your staff? Are they outsourced or are they in-house? Um, in-house in-house cleaning team yeah i had to bring them in-house the outsourcing was the problem yeah i see um yep so how many cleaners do you do you have uh working i them? actually have six now six okay and you're um i guess you're you must have quite quite a high turnover of guests in terms of the nightly uh the, the um the length of stay for just to support six members of staff it must be quite a fast turnover yeah well uh, a lot of one and two nights. Now I have to say we've kind of as December, it's unusually slow. We, this is our first, I mean, everybody talked about all of a sudden all their, you know, um, reservations dropping off and we hadn't experienced that until December. Right. Okay. And um, our, honestly, our biggest challenge right now is figuring out why, what the SEO is for Airbnb. That's our main where most of our reservations have come through. So we've really kind of hustled and pushed everything, everything now, um, now that we have a channel manager, right? We've, we're pushing it through to VRBO. We got everything listed there. Yeah. We have our own website, but now it's marketing. Yeah. Um, okay. So which channels are you on? Which platforms uh, perform for you? So Airbnb is probably easily 95% of our okay. revenue coming through. And then VRBO, and our own website your own okay do you do you do much in terms of social media uh do you get yeah. social media well we just started that probably six months ago yeah you know it's um, a tricky one social media it, it doesn't come with a manual uh, there's no there's no script to to roll off yeah. you know with airbnb booking.com whichever vrbo there's a kind of there's a channel it's there's a there's a process it's quite clear laid out whereas with social media it's kind of like where do you start who do you speak to how do you communicate yep. Uh, which is what I well, found. I have to say my one, I'm a, I'm a health coach actually. And I have done that for 13, 14 years now. And we do a lot of social media. So I've been, I've got a lot of experience through that in terms of how to get engagement. It's the time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and a little bit of like, which, which one am I chasing here? Because <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I show a lot of before and afters of clients. So yeah. now I do a lot of before and afters of properties. I mean, there's been a lot of video. I do a lot yeah. of lives yeah. and um, there's only so much time and there's only so much of me. I think that's where uh, another challenge. That's why I have a, I have a personal assistant. She's amazing. I can't even say how. Where is she I based in, in the U S she, she's here in my town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she can work remotely. She likes to travel and she just can execute like no other. Yeah, sure. That must be a that must be a big help. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, um, what do you spend most of your your time doing as a host? What's what's the thing that takes up most of your time? 
Well, it was getting the cleaner issue solved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, now we're getting ready to bring on two new properties. So, I mean, I shift between what's the next growth need, um, getting our calendars filled back up. I'm um, kind of, this is normally, a, December's not, but January, February is normally a slower time. So we would take a look at our properties, spruce them up, do deep cleans. What kind of decorations do we need to replace? that kind of stuff. Um, I think I'm going to be spending time, um, our photos, just getting them really to where we want them with the right photographer. That's the next big thing is finding somebody who really understands how to create, make that picture come alive. Makes all the and, difference. Yeah. Oh Makes my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've learned yeah that. I, um, I had a guest that came, they wanted to do, um, they they said it was their professional pics, but I think it was like a boudoir thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and they really yeah. liked this one property. And um, I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm happy to let you do it if you will trade me for the the photographer to take uh, some pictures yeah. of the property after. I wanted to see if I could find somebody. You kind of have to see their work. Right. Well, this is the thing. I, I've I've had that experience several times with guests uh, offering to work in exchange to give me images. But the problem is there's a very big difference between a fashion photographer and a real estate photographer. And if you want to get the best images, you also need to get them staged. So we, we work with interior designers, people that will follow around the photographer, get it staged perfectly. Well, in fact, it depends where the photographer is. Some, so, some photographers we work with are so proficient, they're so uh, professional that we can just give them the keys and these guys are... We'll yes but um in my experience it needs you need to get a real estate photographer and one of the best places to find them that i found is through facebook facebook uh groups mm -hmm. for the for a location that would be my my suggestion on on finding yeah photographers. i've I ha i've had several professional like from the houses we sold our photographer and you know if you're selling a house the static they do a pretty good job mm -hmm. but being able to make that property come alive yeah. is a different set of skills yeah, you kind of need a mix between like a wedding photographer yeah, yeah <laughs> a exactly. photographer and a real estate photographer yeah. we've, we've used wedding photographers actually in the past in uh in ibiza we used the wedding photographer and the guy was actually really good uh yeah in terms of staging and making amazing looking tables with drapes and you know with with like wild flowers that he picked and everything you know really uh -huh. staged well so the wedding photographer thing, I think, is a is a great tip, and it is yeah. a hybrid. It's a hybrid. It's 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 definitely yep. a certain particular type of photographer, mm -hmm. and it and it makes all the difference. It yeah. makes all the difference. So, uh, looking back, what uh, advice would you give to your former self when you were starting out? Hmm. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I'm I. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer that failing is a good thing. That's where you learn all of it. Like that's where all your best lessons. Um, so I'll tell you the tip that I heard this year that has been a game changer for me. And, um, I wish I would have learned it sooner. And that was, if somebody can do it 80% as good as you let them do it. Excellent advice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do get to where you have this idea of what you want. And even though, I may not be able to execute it. I, I have this, like if somebody's a professional in a, in an area, my expectation is they're a professional in that area. Mm -hmm. And when they don't show up in that way, I get very frustrated with 
the fact that I just paid you a bunch of money and time and you still didn't deliver. Yeah. And so um, the micromanaging, like I pulling back from what it doesn't want. And this is where Sam comes in. She just gets me. She understands what it is I'm trying to create. And she's very good at executing. And so um, we make a great team together. And then from, you know, having the gift of having my husband who can literally build anything, I can show him a Pinterest picture. It might take him a little bit, but he'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. That, that's something not every host, I not every host has the benefit of that. Sure. Understand. And yeah, it makes a difference to be able to bring unique parts to a property that you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah, lovely. Well, so, Mary, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And if if people would like to find out more about you or about Redtail Ridge Rentals, how how will they do that? Well, they can go to Redtail Red Redtail Ridge Rentals, sorry, dot com. Okay. Um, there's a comment thing there. I'm also I am hashtag Healthy House Flipper. And, um, you know, they can find me on social media under my name, Mary Hollowell, George. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And, um, and, and out of interest, um, what, what software or, or, or hacks would you, would you, would you offer advice wise? So definitely having a channel manager is a fabulous thing that we, I just didn't even realize was there. Mm -hmm. Um, having a dynamic pricing is the other finding your best solution for that yeah. and really um, using the tools that are provided already learning how to use them. Yeah. We're actually in the process of building our own at the moment because I, I felt that most of you need an engineering degree in order to understand um, uh, either that, or you need to take out a second mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so, so we're putting one together ourselves, but um, watch this space. Anyway, Mary, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure yeah. talking to you. Thanks very much. Thank you for your time. Bye.